This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I was on a date with a girl that revealed that she was a Satanist and I'm pretty sure she had sacrificed a goat. What's the worst date you have ever been on Reddit? Had a first date where we went to a couple of parks. We were both poor college students, at the last park we are walking back from the trail and we see some cops walking towards us. They stop us and ask if I was the owner of a grey Pontiac, which I was, so they immediately separate us. I am understandably confused. The one cop, who looked very pee off the whole time, looks at my date and says mom, is there a problem here seems someone had called the cops on us saying I was in the car beating her on the way to the park. Holy crap my life flashed before me, I thought I was being set up. Thankfully it was not so, and she informed the cops that I had not hit her. The cop gave a quick speech about the importance of reporting domestic violence and shot me a look that said I better not ever see you in a dark alley and left us. TLDR. First date. Got interrogated by the police about possibly abusing my date. I didn't. I had a date with a single girl named Diane. That's the story above. Things didn't work out with us, but she thought I was a nice guy, so she introduced me to her best friend Kim. Kim and I ended up dating for 2 years, then ended up getting married. Diane in the meantime meets Sean and marries him. Kim and Diane were still best friends. 10 years after Kim and I married Kim had an affair with Sean, which was Diane's husband, Diane being the girl in the date. Mine was the date with this person who spent the entire day telling me, while we were in a crowded Mexican restaurant, first, how much he hated his wife but wouldn't divorce her because he hated her so much that he didn't want her to have anything he had, followed by the detailed story of her suicide. Yikes. I had a great date I met on Match.com and I was walking her home at the end of the night and suddenly she started to run away. I started to chase after her and asked her what happened and she just said police. I have a warrant out for me. Well when I found out she had a warrant I kept running, but a different direction than she went. I eventually got caught by the cops and I had to spend a good 20 minutes explaining to them the situation and how I was in no way involved in her cracksy dealing ring. Thug life for real. You should have given Trinity more of a chance, you never know, you could have been the one. I hate you. Out on a first date, we're talking about mutual friends, neighbors, family, etc, and lots of the names are familiar. Long story short, I discovered that she was my second cousin, yay, rural Kentucky. My first attempt at online dating led me to what was a strange courtship. When we finally met up one night, she told me she had fantasies about me violating her and doing on her chest. I hope she has found a life mate. That guy needs to be off the streets. Not my story, but my wife's. She was dating me at the time, and I'm Asian. Her aunt set her up on a date with a good southern white baptist boy who was apparently a lot better than me. She goes because she didn't realize it was supposed to be a date. They went to a Halloween event at a theme park. When my wife arrived, she was shocked to find out that she was actually on a date but couldn't leave because he was her ride. Turns out the good ole boy was more of a man. And by a man, 
I mean 15 years her senior she was around 19 at the time. He was also an ex-con and a coke dealer user. All this was better than me of course. My wife spent the entire night not just being terrified of the haunted houses and actors in costume and makeup, but being even more afraid of the dude who wouldn't let go of her hand. Even though she kept insisting she had a boyfriend, the night ends with the dude's parents picking them up. He wasn't allowed a driver's license because of something having to do with his drug probation, and him trying to make out with her in the car. My wife moved out of her aunt's house within days, moved to my city instead, we had been a couple of hours apart, and we've lived happily ever after. TL. DR. Wife was set up on blind date with a former cokehead. Ro. A happy ending. On date, sitting at bar, when my date informs me that she was a witch, and that she had made her last boyfriend love her by casting a spell on him. She was even nice enough to tell me how the spell works. She took a vial of her period blood and poured it into his wine, and tricked him into drinking it. Now he's mine forever she told me. She went on to say that it turned out she didn't really love him, but because of her spell, he would love her forever. She claimed he was still desperately in love with her even though she had dumped him. She was a with and a bee. I hope you didn't drink any wine that night. This weekend actually, got invited to a party as a second date. Girl met me at the door and walked me to where the band was playing. She then walked away with some guy. I didn't see her for a good hour before I decided to leave. Turns out he had some coke and she fricked him to score some. Guess he did me a favor. I hard time words use. You never told us who me door is. Two years into college I ran into a former high school acquaintance, Charlie, whose dad was my 6th grade world history teacher. I was single at the time and always thought that Charlie was a nice guy, so I was happy to give him my phone number, and pleased when I got a call back from him later that week. Charlie called to ask if I'd like to join him for a night at a comedy club with some of his friends. Sounded great to me I didn't know him well enough to feel excited about a one-on-one -on -one date. So I show up to the comedy club. My sister dropped me off and was going to pick me up afterwards we were sharing a car at the time. And walk in to meet his friends. Turns out his friends consisted of one of his classmates. And his aunt, uncle, mom and dad. I am awkwardly shocked but played cool. And say hi to my old 6th grade teacher. Then his mom informed me that they had heard so much about me even though I'd only run into Charlie a few days ago. Then she informed me that it was actually Charlie's birthday. Mother of God. Somewhere in the back of my head, I was hearing a little voice urging me to abort mission. Then the routine started some puppeteer comic musician. It was not music. And it was definitely not comical. But there were a lot of puppets. One of them was Whitney Houston's face. Bashing into a pile of chalk dust as I will always love you played faster and faster. Somehow this turned into a lot of very graphic jokes about black guy dongs. None of Charlie's family was laughing. But he was totally losing it. And doing that thing where you look at the people there with you to see if they are sharing in this awesome laugh opportunity. I pretended to have diarrhea. Went into the bathroom. And asked the first woman to enter the bathroom if I could use her cell phone to get my sister to come back. I came back to the table, very chagrined, telling him that I was not well at all and had to leave. TL. DR. Friendly date was actually a birthday party with my history teacher and black dong jokes and puppets. I once went on a date with a Jehovah's Witness drug dealer. In my defense I didn't know she was a Jehovah's Witness at the time. And to be fair, I didn't know she was a drug dealer either. 
Next time I see those guys, I'll ask them if they sell drugs. If it was a satanic sacrifice they would have not eaten it. I have Hispanics in my neighborhood that raise goats for meat. They, goats, are pretty cheap and eat almost anything. Yeah a lot of cultures eat goat. So this is kind of the opposite. So I was on a date with a girlfriend a few years ago. I'm by a wide margin not the smoothest guy and generally I am terrible at talking to women but that has worked to my benefit because I have learned a great deal from repeated failures. So my girl and I are sitting in Olive Garden and we were pretty much at that stage of dating where you can completely relax and just be yourself. I look over and see these two kids, they couldn't be older than 15, on what is clearly their first date ever. The dude was wearing an obviously iron dress shirt and tie and the girl is comparably dressed. I'm watching these two for probably a half an hour and the guy is sweating bullets and the girl is so nervous her hands are trembling. It really was adorable. At one point neither of them spoke for 15 minutes and they just kept looking around the restaurant without making eye contact with one another. So the girl gets up to use the restroom and I jump at the chance. I wait until she is clearly out of sight and walk over and sit in her seat. The kid looks terrified. I'm a nice guy but I'm 6 feet 2 inches with a shaved head. Beard and muscular build so this happens. I look the kid straight in the eye. First date the kid nods yes. Dude listen. I've been where you are and you are failing at this. She likes you or she wouldn't be here with you and she is as nervous as you are. If you chill out and relax. So will she. Take a second. Breath and when she comes back talk to her about stuff she likes and you'll be golden. I stand up and walk back over to my table. The girl comes back and sits down and it was like a light bulb had lit up above the kid's face. He was super smooth and chill the whole rest of the evening. At one point both of them laughing so hard the girl had to wipe tears from her eyes. I once had fricked a VHS of toy soldiers. Lost my virginity to the winter olympics. That theme music. 5.30. We meet at 50's diner next to my work. 5.35. She orders a milkshake. 5.37. She asks me about Jesus in my life. 5.39. Maybe you need to read the freaking bible. 542. If Gandhi did not accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our one and only savior, then he is burning in heck. And so will you. But the Lord can still save you. 544. I put $10 on the table and simply walked out of the door. What? Are you just going to leave me here? Good thing you found out right away and didn't waste more time. I signed up for internet access way back in 1995 when I was going to college and asked some guy to install a way to chat and meet people in the area on my computer. I was newish to computers at the time. He installed an eye client and I found a girl who sounded great. Blonde hair. Blue eyes. 5 feet 6 and goes to the school I went to. Even the coffee shop I stop at on my way to classes. We chatted for a few days until we decided to finally meet. Fast forward a couple of days. Met her at 11 at the coffee shop and she had fangs. Literally, her canine teeth had implants and were filed down as fangs. She said she was a vampire and she thought we spoke about that during one of our conversations. Number. No we didn't. No joke. I logged off of Ike. Disconnected my internet service and didn't sign up again for another 3 years. 3 years without internet. What? Comma stop fricking. It's time for dinner. I think I will announce all dinners like this. And end the meal with. Stop dining. It's time to frick. My bad dates are quite legendary among my friends. 
Here's a little taste. I went out with this one guy and it seemed to be going alright. Nothing really screamed crazy. We went bowling first. SHHH. I love it, then went out for dinner. During dinner he starts talking about his sister's stag and doe that had been the weekend before. But it was a pig roast. Long story short, the guy who was supposed to cook the pig couldn't. So this guy stepped in to help his sister out. After the pig roast him and some friends went back to clean up, which meant getting rid of the pig. He then began describing to me in vivid detail how they had ripped the pig's carcass apart, pulled its spine out, ripped its face off and wore it like a mask. I'm sitting there absolutely horrified. I'm a huge animal lover. I repeatedly told him to stop, but he was laughing and thought I was joking. He then pulled out his phone and wanted to show me pictures. I actually had to raise my voice for him to realize I seriously didn't want to see pictures of him and his friends wearing a dead pig's face like a mask over dinner. We did not go out a second time. Then there was the vehicular manslaughter guy. Go on. I went out with a guy who, while we were walking downtown, would stop at every building and give me the historical background of each building in a different accent. Then when it came time to cross the street, he did some ballet leaps all the way across. He also asked me about all of my classes in detail, when I had never told him which classes I was taking. Sounds like Ted from him him, hum. My first date ever. I went for a blind date downtown. At the time I lived in the suburbs, so it was an hour by public transit. We met up at a Thai restaurant and ended up ordering the same dish. The food was spicy and all the heat came from one pepper per dish. We dared each other to eat our pepper. He spat it out. I didn't. I took three trips to the washroom within the next hour and drank a lot of milk. Provided by the restaurant as a courtesy. The conversation was terse. I felt awkward. Is this how a date is supposed to go? We left and, since neither of us were familiar with the area, we went to some nearby department store to window shop. We ended up in separate parts of the store, mostly because we didn't have much in common. I'm thinking about how much longer this date is going to last when I feel a rumbling in my bowels. I knew at that point that I had to crap immediately. It wasn't something that was going to be negotiated. I make a mad dash to the nearest store employee, who informs me there isn't a washroom in the store. The guy is nowhere in sight so I run off to her place next door where they reluctantly let me use their basement toilet. Too late. I crap my pants on the way down. I spend the next hour cleaning up in the washroom with an ungodly amount of toilet paper. There's no cell service, so I can't call the guy with some quick excuse. By the time I get out, he's long gone. Not that I really wanted to see him at that point. I was supposed to see a friend around that time but he assumed I ditched. That's not too bad. The worst part was that I had to take the subway back, an hour commute, with a mess hidden in my pants and, oh god, I'm sure people knew, tldr, I crap my pants. My date told me her plan to poison her boss. I heard her out part expecting a just kidding at the end of her twisted story. There was no just kidding. Met up with a girl from a cupid, then in approximately this order, discovered she was 1. Larger than she appeared in her pictures. 2. Polyamorous. This one ain't so bad I suppose but in the context of the others. 4. A foot fetish dominatrix on Craigslist who also responds to missed connections posts just to troll people. 5. 
homeless. I ended up buying her some cheap Chinese grub and dropping her off at her friend's house to stay at, and on the way there we almost managed to bond over video games and mind-altering substances. Almost. So the average okay cupid encounter then. Okay, here's the short version of my worst date. Met a girl on a dating site. Seems to be the how most of these stories start. A. On our first date she invited me to her house. The house was pretty disgusting. Dirty and plenty of trash around. She was remodeling her kitchen so I gave her a pass on it. Next get together was at my house. I think it was our third date but maybe second. Anyway. Short story shorter we get intimate and I quickly became aware she had not bathed. She was funky. Not like sticky sweet. Feminine funky but like B.O. Funky. Also the garden was completely unkempt. Now, I'm a child of the 80s so a little garden is fine by me. But seriously shave your stomach and inner thigh for Pete's sake. The next day I get a frantic phone call. I have bugs. She said. Bugs. I replied. What kind of bugs lice? She replied. Lice. Like upstairs or downstairs? I asked. Up. She said. I'm outside your house right now and I brought supplies. So, she comes in with red, trash bags, cleaning supplies and four new pillows. She proceeded to bag everything she thought she came in contact with, throws out my pillows and leaves me with a bottle of red. Fortunately, I never got lice. I still keep the red under my sink as a reminder to be more careful in the future. I never saw or heard from her again and that was fine by me. TL. Dr. Lice. Freaking lice. As weird and gross as that is, at least she was polite or sane enough to come back and clean your crap. That counts for something. Girl broke down and started crying in the restaurant because she abortion she secretly got when she was younger was something she always regretted. All I asked her was how her day was going. My worst date was with a girl who thought that Islam was a country that she wanted to go to. Her head was so full of there that when we left the restaurant and she invited me back to hers I started to make excuses why I couldn't stay. She was so persistent that in the end I lied that I was a Christian and basically said that I thought that it'd be inappropriate to go back to hers. TL. DR went on date with stupid girl and said I was a Christian to avoid freaking. That's. Hugh. That's bad. Until I got married crazy was semi-regular for me. My favorite is the month-long romance with a girl that wasn't even real. I'll back up. I just finished dating the craziest of the crazy. We'd had quite a few incidents together and it ended with me calling her dad who called her and threatened to report her car stolen if she didn't come home and quit stalking me around town. And that's not even the half of it. So a month or so later I get a flower and a note on my car from a secret admirer saying she's been watching me for some time but is too shy to meet me. I know it's her. It has to be. So I pass it off. She leaves another note with an email address and I send her an email telling her I know who she is and to leave me alone. She insists she isn't my ex and we go back and forth a few times about it. I caught her defending my ex a few times which was the clearest giveaway. A few weeks go by of me continuing to try and ignore the situation and finally she says she wants to call me to prove she isn't my ex. Even though she's already claimed to know her at this point. I say what the heck and give her my cell number. 
my ex already had it so what's the harm. Sure enough later that night I get a call from a number I don't recognize and answer even though I'm pretty sick of dealing with her crap at this point. Lo and behold there's a girl with a voice I don't recognize claiming to be this admirer on the other end. At first I had a hard time believing it but I know my ex's voice and this definitely wasn't her. The girl took ownership for all the things that happened and even answered a few suspicious questions about her alleged events. She finally says she has to go because she's at work and hangs up. I'm shocked. I'd never had anyone do anything like that for me before and I'm a romantic deep down so at this point I'm pretty entangled. Finally she says she wants to meet and I eagerly, with heart on sleeve, agree. We go to a bar I usually frequent and I grab a stool at the bar and order a drink. Finally the bartender walks over and sets down a beer in front of me saying a young lady bought it for me. I ask him to point her out and follow his index finger across the bar to a table. Sure enough, there at the table sat my ex. I told him to dump the drink down the sink and stormed over to her, as angry with her as I was at myself for being so stupid. The only thing that didn't make sense was the phone call so I demanded she explain. She finally gave in and told me she put her roommate up to it which was pretty crushing. I couldn't believe another human being would let her brief her on everything that had been going on and pretend to be this girl just to screw with me. After that I left, and told her if she ever talked to me again I'd get a restraining order. Two years back I left work for the day to find a note on my car with a phone number and some flirty words. Called the number just out of curiosity. When the girl on the other end heard me, she said she must have put the note on the wrong car. Wasn't a date, can just relate slightly. My dad's story. He had been set up on a blind date by his friend. As he picked up his date, he noticed she was carrying a strange bag. Not a purse or anything normally brought on a date but a garbage bag with stuff in it. He kinda shrugged it off and they got in the car and started driving. During the car ride though, he began to notice what was contained within those bags. Two baby dolls with blood smeared on them. He asked her why she had brought two dolls, and she just nonchalantly responded, They're my children. My dad instantly felt that this girl had some problem with her, so he stopped at a gas station and asked her to go inside to get him cigarettes. He immediately drove off abandoning her at the station with her two bloody dolls. When he talked again with his friend who had set up the date, his friend was like, oh yay, I forgot to mention. She had two abortions in the past two years, so now she carries around those dolls and claims they're her children. I thought it was no big deal. TL. DR. My dad went on a date and proceeded to ditch some crazy bee who carried two dolls around which symbolized her two aborted fetuses. A number of years ago, I met this German girl at the bar I bounced at. She was kinda cute, hella smart, and knew more about music than almost anyone I've ever met. But she says that we should hang out sometime so I mention this jazz bar that has an amazing open mic night on my night off. She says yes, and we make plans. We meet at the appropriate time at another open mic night at another place but she barely talks to me the entire time. Neither of us drive so we jump a bus to a nearby restaurant to eat. Then she mentions a piano bar so we jump a cab over there. All this time, she is talking about her roommate and how she is worried that he doesn't have health insurance. That's just a little strange until she talks about how she was discussing that situation with his mother. Warning bell kicks on hardcore. Turns out that her roommate is actually her fiancé and she believes that she is pregnant by him. She hadn't been to the doctor, but a woman knows these things. 
So we get to the jazz bar and I get drunk off my butt because I know this isn't going anywhere. The music, as always is great, but, since we're both buzzing, we have a different problem. The buses have stopped running, so she ends up calling her fiancé to pick us up. As fate would have it, I have a good friend who lives pretty close to them so I get to ride back to their place and then I walk over to my friends and sleep it off until the buses are running again. TL. DR. Dinner. $20. Drinks. $20. Cabs. $15. Finding out your date is engaged and pregnant. Priceless. I was on a second date with a guy I met on the internet. Boring guy. Fast car. He decides to evade the police while driving 120 miles per hour on the highway, takes an exit and I end up in an upside down 350z, which had rolled over at 90 miles per hour into a stone wall and a telephone pole. Over a year of physical therapy, minor nerve damage, will never internet date again. First day of the school year, I was on my way to class when this guy stopped to ask me for directions to a coffee shop on campus. I gave them to him and before I could leave, he asked for my number and if he could take me out for coffee sometime. I said yeah, sure, he's kinda cute, maybe it would work out. No it didn't. Next day we agreed to meet up in the same spot where we met. He was half an hour late, didn't apologize for it or give any particular reason why he was late, and suggested we go for a walk. I was like 8, whatever, so we walked along and got to know each other. First thing I found out is that he's 24, I'm 18, so I was understandably a bit skeeved out. He singled me out for directions because you have a really, really nice figure, but mostly up top. The terrible thing about this date was that the entire time we were talking he would put in super subtle comments like oh look, all the couples around us are going at it, I think it's a sign, can I touch your boobs, I've never seen ones that big before, are you usually a fan of bold guys, what's your normal type, how many guys have you fricked, do you like direct approaches, I think we should go to your place and watch a movie. He lived with his parents apparently his parents apparently his parents apparently it was awkward and creepy and when I said that I wasn't into that on the first date, and especially with him, he got all offended and called me a prude, stuck up, and other derogatory things. It felt like the more uncomfortable I was the more he enjoyed talking. Whenever I refused to answer a question he would ask me, either because it was way too personal for a first date or it was something just plain rude. He would go off on a tangent about his adult experience while gently caressing my shoulder. We ended up sitting on a park bench together, which was great because I could stare straight ahead of me as I fielded off his advances instead of having to look him in the eyes. TBH I think I mostly stuck it out because I knew it'd be a funny story to tell afterwards. But I hit boiling point when he interrupted me in the middle of a conversation to say did you know that you have a small lisp when you talk I politely excused myself and power walked my butt out of there. Also afterwards he texted me a novel saying that he was sorry if he offended me, but we're just looking for different things. And then he sent another text clarifying that he meant he was sorry for me, because I'd be missing out. There's more inappropriate crap he said did during the date but typing it out would legit make me go over the character limit. I don't know how old you are now compared to your story but there are a lot of guys out there like that. Sorry. Props to you for getting away from that one. Best of luck in the future too. Colon. I got tricked into one date. Not entirely true of course, as you said you'd be open to anyone who wanted to meet up with you. True. Fixed. I once talked to a girl online for some time, 
She was really smart, quirky, funny and pretty cute. I enjoyed the conversation and thought I was in for a treat. When I saw her for the first time I learned, she had no arms, and that was a bit of a surprise I didn't know how to react. I went on a date once with a guy who intended to study mortuary science. He asked me how I'd feel about taking a cold bath before fricking, and then staying very still throughout. I couldn't get out of that car fast enough. Goat is a very common meat bra. It's the only meat that isn't ostracized by any one specific religion. But, the dad did know you were coming. That's why the little brother was there. He was pretty sketched that his daughter was meeting some stranger from online and decided that if anything happened, the little brother could pedal fast back home in time for daddy to grab the gun. Hence why he was in the door. Ostracized is not a word, but it does sound like what happens when you join a neo-Nazi group. Ostracized. I met a girl when I was in college. I really only knew her name and had said hi to her a few times, so I never technically met her. Anyway a little while after we both graduated, she added me on the MySpace. She had a bunch of pics of her posing in lingerie and bathing suits, and she was pretty good looking. A black girl, which I was kind of into at the time. So through some messages on MySpace, we exchange numbers and agree to hang out. This girl is originally from Hawaii, and is moving back in a few weeks. I know now that she just wants to bang, otherwise why hang out with me? So I invite her to my house and she agrees. She has no car so I pick her up and we get to talking on the ride back. She proceeds to tell me how I couldn't come to her house because the last time she had a guy there, her grandmother caught her date fricking her from behind and made the guy feel uncomfortable. So we get to my house, order a pizza and put a movie in. We kissed a little, and she stops and asks me what the name of the town was I lived in. I told her and she said, oh yay, I've been out here before. I went on a date with a guy who fricked me bent over his couch and recorded it. It might be on the internet. Ugh. She then proceeds to tell me how she has two daughters sisters in Hawaii because her father debauched her and she birthed two girls from him. She said everyone thinks they are her sisters because she was only about 13 when this started happening. She told me a bunch of other stories like how she had a guy CM all over her butthole and then shove his dong in and use the CM as lubricant. Then while I was taking her home, obviously I backed out of fricking her. She kept telling me how wet her pee was and that she was probably going to leave a stain on the seat. I have never been more scared for my dong in my entire life. Frick that. Good application of the all adage. Don't stick your dong in crazy. I invited a nice looking boy to my house to meet my parents. I was pretty serious. He was a very nice guy as he was really nice to my soft and the head younger brother. People usually don't even give him the time of day but I knew this particular person was a nice person because he seemed particularly aware of my brother. I live in a remote part of the woods as my family is very poor and they are rather religious people. Trading commodity for scenery. So I brought him up to my room thinking we would probably get it on but he was rather shy and kept looking at all the walls in my room. Which was odd since there really wasn't anything in them. My mother invited him to dinner but he declined. Even though we brought out our best goat, he seemed reluctant to partake. Anyway what was really awkward was when we dropped him off to the bus stop and he said kept giving me glances so I knew he was into me but once on the bus he said, You will never see me again I found that to be very awkward. As I have been remotely watching over him by ritual and still do in fact, from time to time. TL. Doctor invited a stranger to my home, invited him to dinner, expected to get laid but he left on a sour note without any explanation. 
I can't believe it took me until the goat to realize what this was. A couple years ago I met a guy on my senior class boat cruise. It's like a semi-formal prom on a boat. He was from another school as our senior class was sharing the boat with a few other local schools. He was nice, smart, tall, and generally attractive. We talked for a while and then exchanged numbers. In a couple weeks, we agreed to meet up. I had to drive 45 minutes to his house because his parents wouldn't let him drive a car. When I arrived, he had shaved his head and was much thinner than I remembered. I'm not fat, but I prefer my men bigger than me, and this kid was really scrawny. After several awkward hours watching movies, I asked if he wanted to get something to eat. The only place he wanted to go was McDonald's. When we got there, he had forgotten his wallet and I had to pay. We ate an awkward silence and then I drove us back to his house when we got there. I figured he could redeem himself by being talented in bed. I made the first move and leaned in to kiss him, and within less than a minute of making out he had managed to take off every item of clothing he had on, even his socks. Meanwhile, I am still fully dressed and really creeped out. I grabbed my phone and pretended to read a text from a friend who needed my help, and I immediately left. He never paid me back for the McDonald's. TL. DR I had to drive an awkward kid to- and pay for- McDonald's. Worst date I've ever been on. Probably would have been some wild freaking. First date I'd ever been on. I wasn't the most talkative guy in school but I rather fancied her so I worked up the courage to ask one day and to my surprise, she said yes. We were both. 15-16 at the time, I get a ride to her place from my mom. We pick her up and head over to this restaurant in one of the classier parts of town. Get dropped, head in, make light conversation and I find out she's never been there before. I'd only been there once myself for my birthday a year or two ago. She asks me to order for her and I do so. Two steaks with the trimmings. Anyway, things continue rather pleasantly and our food arrives. We dig in and continue to talk but I notice about 15 minutes and that she's gone a little cold on me and she hasn't yet touched her steak. She's picking off the veg and potatoes around the side, but the steak isn't touched. A natural reaction is that I didn't ask if she had any dietary restrictions. So I apologize immediately and ask if she doesn't eat meat. She says she does but, wait for it. I'm waiting for you to cut up my food for me. Apparently at the age of 15 stroke 16, she'd never once had to eat a slab of meat that wasn't first cut up for her by either her parents or whomever else she was dating at the time. I was surprised, but I taught her how to cut up her own food, seriously, girl didn't seem like she'd ever held a knife before, and we drop her off at her place in silence, so, thus ended my first date, ever, and last date, with her, sigh. A guy asked me to go to a concert with him, when I got to the venue, he also brought his girlfriend with him, I never replied to his messages ever since. Homecoming formal my junior year, my first dance ever, my date picks me up 30 minutes late, realizes he isn't wearing a tie or appropriate shoes, stops at the store, steals a tie and some shoes, because apparently he really felt like he was fricking the man, forgets that he never made dinner reservations, we end up eating a $50 meal, he got steak, I got a salad, forgets his credit card. I end up having to pay 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 did I mention he say in front of me in two classes 
I got set up on a blind date to a homecoming event dance in college. She was pretty cute and I was looking forward to a fun night. To give you a better understanding of the situation I went to a religious college that is owned by a church so all school sponsored events are kept pretty clean, including music played at events. Not 5 minutes after we had got there she starts complaining about how inappropriate the music they were playing was. It was just some pop song that was popular at the time. From there it just went downhill. From the music they were playing at the event. To how all media today is filth. How her roommates were horrible people. Etc. All within about the first hour of the date. Thankfully, sadly, I had experience in handling crazy and skillfully cut down the length of the date drastically. Kind of easy when she thinks everything is evil. Next semester I meet a new friend and find out she was one of the girl's roommates. And moved out. Crazy girl would yell at them constantly for watching TV because everything on it was evil and made her feel bad. On several occasions she had turned it off while they were watching it because she didn't approve of what was on. She went on to meet a guy online. Fly out to visit him after a week. Get engaged. And marry him a month later. The satanic bible staunchly prohibits harming animals except for food or if you are attacked. She could have been a luciferian. Satanists, as in Levian Satanists, don't really worship Satan. They worship their own potential. Luciferians literally worship the devil. After dating a girl for about a month, she let me know that she had spent time in a mental institute two different times for trying to kill herself. She did not do it because she was depressed or something like that. She did it so she could enter the land of the dragons. As if that was not bad enough. She said that she still wanted to get there someday. Long story short, his dog pee on me. He sat across the room when watching our sip even though I was on a huge couch all by my vivacious self. He took me into his room and just when I thought it was going to get hot, he showed me hours of all the death metal he'd composed in finale. And then he showed me the organ he had made, and played like 25 plus minutes of organ for me on his homemade organ. And then right before I left he told me he wasn't physically attracted to me and then his dog humped me. Hey, I eat goat, and it's delicious. But I'm not a satanist in the slightest, just Greek. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.